Thanks for listening to Middle Aged and Mediocre. I'm Cash. I'm Joel. And uh, we are a podcast about all things strange and unusual, death and UFOs, and other creepy, Cults. weird, random ghosts. There you go. Yeah. Not um, just naming things in the room. Mediocre. Uh, as you can tell, things are off to a great start here. Uh, I'm Cash, and as I'm here with, uh, for now, apparently my enemy. For now, you're here, enemy and co-host. Keep both eyes up. Uh, Two eyes up, son. My, what does that even mean? I mean, like when you sleep or sleep one eye up, I guess. Let's just keep one open. But you normally don't fall asleep during our podcast. Not normally. I, I might. I do. You don't. Right. You're, you're you mom. fall asleep everywhere. <laughs> I do. I'm a good sleeper. You are. Uh, and I like to let people know I'm sleeping too. They're like, is Joel sleeping? He's out. Oh, we can definitely tell. <laughs> I meant to have Tim send me that video and I forgot. Oh, uh, you guys really did take a video yeah, he of really, me? he really took a video. That's so mean. You I don't mean, take a video of people dark, sleeping. So I, don't think he, I don't think you can see you, but you can hear you. Oh, really? Yeah. Sexy? You sure? <laughs> is it my moaning? I figure if you're like you know a, a bear, is it me like stopping breathing? Pretty much. How many no. times did I stop breathing? No, it's ju- it's just apparently I have trouble breathing when I'm sleeping. Yeah. Huh. Well, if you can find all of the, uh, it's pretty easy when I'm awake. I know I don't have very many problems with it, but apparently at if, night, if you can find all the the uh, little adaptive equipment, yeah, there's a BiPAP machine there you can have because that's not something I want used. I like it. No, it's it's brand new. Brand new. So what happened was, uh-huh. this is Joel, by the way. Yeah, I'm Joel. Talking. I'm going to kill you. Uh, and today's episode, <laughs> before we get into some stuff, today's episode, we got a we got a story. We've already gotten into stuff. It's uh, it's actually, it's a sad story, oh. but it's really interesting. Okay. So I wanted to talk about it, and then we're going to review uh, the brand new horror movie called Barbarian. Yep. Uh, honestly, if you have not watched it yet, watch it. Do not listen to this podcast first. Well, I mean, listen to this part. And maybe listen the to this story. part, and once we start talking, about we'll the warn movie, you before we start talking yeah, about barbarian. Because you need to watch it without knowing yeah. anything about it, if possible. So if you need, I'll come. Like if you, I'll hit you in the head with the hammer, and you'll forget yeah. everything. So actually, listen to this podcast. podcast <laughs> yeah. Reach out to us, Joel. Meet you. Boom, hammer to the head. I've seen cartoons. Yeah, it works every time. I've seen sitcoms. Uh huh. I know how stuff works. So. What happened was I had the uh, I had a BiPAP machine. Uh-huh. Uh huh. That's like the breathing thing, right? Yeah. Where you sleep and it sounds like a bomb. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I, I used it for like it didn't really seem to do anything for me. Yeah. But uh, then I found out that so like I thought like all things that are covered by insurance, I assumed uh, when the insurance paid for it, they just paid for it and it was mine. Yeah. Turns out. When you get a BiPAP machine or a CPAP, whichever one, you pay for those for the rest of your life. Oh, you're like renting it. Uh, every month, it's like $150, $175. So I got this crazy bill for three months of back pay. <laughs> you're not even using this thing. And I'm like, I'm not fucking paying this. So like, yeah. I had to go through this whole process. of. At first, they told me that the only way they would re- they would pick it up and take it back is if I had a note from my doctor saying I didn't need it. Uh, and I told him, I'm not getting a note from my mommy <laughs> to tell you guys that, you know. So Your mom's a doctor? Yes, she's a learned doctor. Wow. So I, I basically I told him, they're like, well, you have to sign a, a waiver then. So I was like, sure. Yeah. 
And then they still think I'm going to pay it. <laughs> I'm not. No, they don't um, know you very well. I'm not ever paying that shit. <laughs> so uh, they came and got it. But Listen up, losers. As they were, uh, as we were going through that process, uh-huh. millions of these machines got recalled. Oh. So I got like an email about it, and I randomly was just like, "Sure, I'll click the thing and put my info in." And I thought maybe they would like. Uh, I thought maybe that would get me out of having to owe. Yeah. Because it was recalled. Yeah. So, you know. Well, then, I, then I completely forgot about it. So, like, they came and picked it up, but, like, they only take the actual, like, uh, machine part. They leave, like, they leave you all the hoses, the adapter uh-huh. cables, all that bullshit. In case the, you want to get mask. kinky. In case, yeah. That's yeah. kind of nice of them. Uh-huh. But I just throw all that away, because I was like, I don't oh, need this. You're not a kinky guy. Well, so then last week, I get this giant-ass box in the mail. I don't know what it is, and it's the C-pack. replacement. Wow. They did the, the thing. Uh-huh. But I have nothing to, like... <laughs> Hook up to it to use it, and uh, I went online to see what that stuff costs. And goddamn, it's expensive. Yeah, and you have to buy it from an actual medical. Like you can't just sell it on the black market. I don't know how to do that. The dark web. I don't. I. I don't. You know, know about the dark web. I know about it. Yeah, you know how to get on the dark web. I do actually, but don't I, tell you, I, you I look don't. exactly like somebody. What does that mean? <laughs> I'm not, I'm just You're saying. completely right, but still, what does that mean? All black clothing, uh, and beard. Yeah, like I can't even sell the fucking thing. It's illegal to sell it oh. because I'm not a I'm not a, a doctor. Look, if I'm meant to die in my sleep, I don't want to stop. That's kind of how I feel. Yeah, like, that seems like the best way to die, just in your sleep. Yeah, mm. I kind of want to go like down in a hail of like bullets or bears or cheeseburgers. <laughs> cheeseburgers, yeah. just one. no cheese though. Oh, no cheese. Just plain yeah, burger. Just yeah. one after the other till I yeah. die. I don't know. That is something. Or like fun. a ton of them are dropped on you. Like if it's a ton of <laughs> like hamburgers, would, you, would would it kill you if a ton of hamburgers? A ton of anything will kill you. That's so weird. Though, it they'd be like, doesn't matter if it's a ton of feathers or a ton of bricks. Huh? A ton's a ton. Okay. A ton is a ton. A ton Joel. is a ton. That's my life motto. All right. Well, this has been Middle Asian Mediocre. See you guys later. A ton's a ton. No, so yeah, I got that thing now, so can't uh, do with it. So. I'll do, yeah, but I don't breathe it. I don't, probably, I don't know all because you said. You could probably turn it into a bomb, oh, though. You have video of me snoring. That's right. Yeah. That's why we started talking because about Because you just this. like. Like so, we went. I was a sleepy boy. You and Tim went. When I was in the back seat. You're such a good driver. So smooth. You do it in the front seat too. No, I stayed awake on the way up. In the okay, well, the seat. way up. That's different than the way back. <laughs> I think the last time me and you came back from somewhere, anywhere, you fell asleep and like reclined all the way back, curled <laughs> <Yeah>. up. <laughs> I got that the movies. Got, yeah. <laughs> yeah. No, you like so we went to watch the uh, AEW pay per view in uh-huh. a theater in Huntington, and on the way back. You were Barbersville. You were out. Yeah, off almost and on. instantly. You would like wake up for a minute, hit my vape, <laughs> be like, oh, and talk to us. Yeah, and then we were like, all right, Joel's awake, and then. Well, I wanted to like <laughs> trick you guys into thinking I was awake that whole time. You would be terrible in wrestling. <laughs> that was always a, a rule on wrestling road trips. Uh-huh. You don't fall asleep. You the keep, driver. That's you what keep. you guys said. If the driver can't sleep, no one sleeps. Yeah, I didn't give a fuck. And I never cared on because yeah. I, I can't I don't get I tired. knew me you and me and you were on a level where you'd let me sleep. Yeah, I'm fine. I felt your hand every now and then. You reach back and just rub my yeah, knee. Yeah, I just want I just want to make sure you're okay. Knee, yeah. Let you know, hey, you're safe, baby. I boy. felt it in my dream. I felt it. Yeah, well, I don't like being called big boy, but baby boy, baby boy. Okay, yeah. I'll take that. <laughs> yeah. all day. I'm sorry. <laughs> yeah. I don't mean to get all offensive, like, sh- defensive, and offensive. You're yeah. safe. You're with daddy. Yeah. <laughs> Thank you. I know. Tim, I felt it. Tim looked weirded out. <laughs> Sorry, he doesn't get us. Nobody gets us. No, no. You can't get us. We also went, while we're, let me bitch about this for a second. We go there, 
uh, to Huntington, yeah. Barbersville, whatever, whatever. And uh, as soon as I figured out we were going to do this, I basically just said, "Hey, we're going to this burger place yep. called uh, Ollie's." No, close. Archie's something burgers and br- breakfast and burgers. Yeah. Something bur- breakfast and burgers. Uh, I've ate there one time. They have awesome food. It's like a rock and roll style. They have like weird. rock stuff. All Everything's metal the band yeah. related. But yeah. then it's like inside, it's like a normal. Some of the names are like. All the better. burgers are named after metal bands. Yeah. It's a weird. But anyway, so we. They, yeah. they weren't super busy. They weren't busy at all. I mean, there wasn't like a line. We got right in, got our table, and. We sat for 50 minutes. Yeah. And then all of a sudden realized. We don't have our food yet. Yeah, I think, though, not to, not to give her an out, but we got there and we had to wait for Jason. Well, we didn't have to, but we waited for Jason before we ordered. But still, like, ten minutes after that, we were like, well, we know what he wants, so we ordered. But we ordered at we ordered at 6.10. Yeah. It was 6.50. Yeah. But I think that, I think she just wasn't a very good waitress, and I just I don't think off. she put her order in. I know, because remember, that's what I said, because she goes, okay, well, I'll be sure to put this in right away. Yeah. And at the time, I, I didn't say anything, but I was thinking, why would she say that unless she doesn't usually do <laughs> doesn't that? Usually do. Like, she's trying to tell herself, like, hey, actually. Remember to put that order yeah, in. Yeah, put that order in. Because then, like, I looked up at one at one time at her when she was, like, at the little, like, their little, you know, central station for waitress. She just had to look at, like, she looked at us, and she just had to look at panic on Is her Is it face. when the other person was standing next to her? Yeah. 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 I think she looked at us and looked back at her and went, I didn't put their order in. Yeah. I'm pretty sure it's what the conversation And then is. she came back and got the order to the table that came after us and, like, wouldn't even look at us. Like, yeah. A couple times she was like, hey, guys, I want some more water. Like, brought us drinks. And well, like, <laughs> ten, one time did that. I ten think. minutes after we ordered, she came to the table and said, hey, you guys, well, food will be out here in just a minute. Yeah, yeah. I don't know what happened to that. I mean, we just had hamburgers. So we just left. Yeah. We just... Got up and left. And, we're, and, like, we were in the parking lot, and I was just waiting for them to be like, hey, it's ready. Yeah. I and then, like, we talked about this afterwards, too. I was like, would you have gone back no. in? I don't think, yeah. Once I you leave, I could have. I'm like, just bring it out here to me. I'll be out in the parking lot <laughs> and stand in the door and throw it. I'm fine <laughs> with that, but I cannot come back into this place. Kill now. me with a ton of hamburger. I'm ready. Uh, so, yeah, I was bummed, though, because I've been looking forward to it, yeah. like, for two weeks. So, place... you just didn't eat after that. I went to Burger King, and you refused to eat it. And anything. that was a whole thing. Yeah, it took a while. Yeah. Well, I mean, Barbersville is not good. Luckily, there was another twenty seven hundred matches. <laughs> on AEW it was five hours of wrestling yeah. ahead of us. No, I had some popcorn. I was fine. Yeah, uh, but yeah. So you know, if you go there, whatever it is, breakfast and burgers. Uh, you may or may not get your food. Yeah. It is good though. Yeah. I will give them that. They Smell do have good, good food. Yeah, we didn't like cause a scene. We just got up and no. left. And I told like the guys like, "Hey, our food's taking too long. See you later." And he was like, "I don't give a fuck." Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> He's like, "Are you from middle aged to mediocre?" He's like, like, "I don't like, care if you. Now. I don't care if you live or die." Yeah. <laughs> so <laughs> we're like, "All right, thank you." Uh, so that's what was going on with us. Yep. Uh, yeah. So the story. And my Papa Bear was in town last weekend, so we didn't. Record. Oh, that's right. I forgot. Papa, I was Papa trying to remember Bear why. Came in. Yeah. Uh, we were going to review a movie uh-huh. uh, that has Pat Oswalt, uh, Michael Keegan. What's his name? Michael. Sure. Ke- guy from Key and Peele. Yeah. Uh, has a bunch of other people in it. It's apparently a random horror movie that came out. Is that the one with Saul, or is that a different one you said? It has a uh, yeah, it werewolves. Has, uh, and, yeah. Okay. Yeah, I didn't see Pat Oswalt was in it. Uh, but yeah, it's like where werewolves and vampires and stuff all live together in the same town. But uh, it's not it's like the real world. It's not on Hulu anymore. So. Instead, we have a story for you, and we'll review *Barbarian*. So the story, like I said, it's kind of a, it's kind of a downer. It's kind of it's kind of sad. Here we go. But uh, it's it's interesting. So uh, this one takes place in New York City. Don't know if you've heard of it. 
I so bad want to do the New York City from the salsa from ads. The El, El Paso. Yeah. Pa- El Paso. I'm gonna do it. Okay, go ahead. Say it again. Say it. Oh, uh, it's we're we're in New York City. New York City. That's the one. <laughs> okay, That's where we are. How did they do that? Man, those old cowboys just could not believe. <laughs> I know. <laughs> they could not believe that salsa could come from New York City. Uh, how did I listen to a record out there that scratched? <laughs> no, yeah, I don't, I don't know. Uh, really so, uh, an emergency dispatcher answers the phone. New York City, 911. You need police, fire, medical. And on the other end, in a hushed voice, a man says, I need police at 312 Riverside Drive. Uh, he says the lady in room 340 on the third floor is cutting herself. She's mentally ill. She's buck naked and she's mentally ill and she's cutting herself with a razor. So the dispatcher, you know, gets uh, a little concerned here and uh, says helps on the way. Uh, that call came in just past midnight on December 16th. It was the first of five calls that day reporting emergencies at that same address. Uh, fights, stabbings, sexual assault, shot fired. So it sounds like a hotel or something, if it was in room, whatever. I think it's in an apartment, apartment building. Okay, apartment yeah. building. So these all came uh, from the same number, and they were all for an address, 312 Riverside Drive. So apparently thousands of 911 calls have came in about this place for the past, like, two years or so. Uh, and it, you know, seems like the most dangerous address in New York City. Uh, again and again, again and again, police officers... Police officers would arrive uh, on the upper on the upper west side. Uh, firefighters and paramedics would meet them there, uh, but the response would always end the same way. The emergency vehicles would turn around and leave without doing anything. Uh, the police, over time, stopped responding to these calls at all because three one two Riverside Drive does not exist. Oh, so the calls at first had been treated like emergencies, <clears throat> but eventually they kind of turned into a mystery. They didn't know who was making them. They didn't know why. They thought this this was just like a prank um, or some sort of attempt to, you know, take up the police's time. Mm-hmm. Um, detectives started to work on where the calls were coming from, and they finally traced the calls back to a single cell They're phone. They're coming from inside the house? Oh, my god, That doesn't exist? <laughs> that doesn't exist. So they came back to a single cell phone in a building on West 43rd Street uh, that had once been the Hotel Times Square. Uh, for years though, it had started offering affordable housing and counseling to vulnerable men and women in the city. So the police found the phone belonging to a man on the 14th floor. Uh, he, uh, is, is, is an older man. Uh, his name is, let me see here. What's his name? Well, we'll get to it in a second. So, uh, build the suspense. I like it. No problem. So... <laughs> So, uh, the man's name here is Walter Reed, and he ends up meeting his- Oh, the hospital. Walter Reed Hospital. Yeah, where's that at? Um, Chicago? Probably. Somewhere. Somewhere? It's somewhere. Washington, D.C.? Isn't that what the uh, the presidents go to? Yeah, yeah, yeah. (coughs) Walter Reed. Yeah, yeah. That's what they said. They thought maybe that's why Trump was in Washington here recently. No. And that's our Trump talk. (laughs) Go on. Uh, so this, you know, this lawyer, her name is Vicky Mwitanti. Um, she met uh, Walter Reed for the first time riding up the uh, elevator with him, and she didn't know who he was at the time. He just seemed like a really kind old man. He's uh, tall, about seventy years old, really thick eyeglasses. Um, 
Very nice though. Had a big smile on his face. I'm picturing Leslie Nielsen with glasses. That's a, that's. I'll go with that. Okay. Yeah. Um, either him or like who's the guy that was in uh, uh, Hot Shots movie? Put like oh the, yeah, the, the rag oh, through shit. his ears. Yeah, he's like a his son's act too and stuff. I can't think of what yeah, his name is. So it's that kind of guy. Sam Elliott, maybe. It's not Sam Elliott, okay. but I could picture Sam Elliott as this yeah, guy okay. playing him in the movie. Oh, I know. Yeah, I knew that was. Uh, so like they talked about the weather. They made some small talk. He complimented her dress. Uh, it was just really good talk. And then they both got off the same floor. Nice dress. I like how there's a, a hole at the bottom for your legs. <laughs> Does it come that way, or it's like it's like they're not pants? Like, did you make it? Is it <laughs> custom? Uh, but yeah, it's Walter Reed. She, you know, and he turns out to be her new client. So he had arrived in New York City in the late 1990s when he was about 40. Uh, he was arrested and charged with petty crimes starting in the late 1990s. In 2002, he was caught stealing a camera and a phone from someone's hotel room in Midtown. Um, when the owner of the property confronted him about it, he struck them in the face. No. Oh. So he was convicted of burglary and sent to prison and served almost a six-year sentence. I got some assault on there, too, then. Yeah. So uh, upon his release, he seemed to, uh, he just kind of drifted from shelter to shelter. Uh, he had multiple arrests for trespassing, larceny, and drug possession. He'd, used, he'd begun using crack cocaine in 2018. And was arrested for selling a small bag of the drug to an undercover officer for 60 bucks outside his apartment building. You don't ever want to sell drugs to cops. No. That's one of my big life uh, uh, Cops rules. and babies. Cops and... And if it's a baby cop, oh, don't man. even try it. <laughs> and they got to tell you, like, look, baby, are you a cop? Yeah, look, if you're a baby cop, you got to tell me. <laughs> Shit twice if you're a cop, baby. Goo goo gaga. Goo goo gaga. All right, you sound cool. You sound cool. <laughs> All right, baby. Here you go. Here's crack. Uh, so, but in middle, in many ways, though, he was a model candidate for, you know, he'd go in. He never caused trouble, though. Um, and he started going to, like, counseling and things like that. To avoid jail time, and he always seemed great about it. He was always enthusiastic about attending the meetings with his counselors and doctors. Um, but in other ways, like even though he was a really nice guy, he consistently tested positive for controlled substances. Um, and he started to daily, almost hourly, uh, call 911 and report crimes happening at 312 Riverside Drive. Huh. So, uh... He called once and said, uh, I need police, gave the address. The people the people there just heard an old woman. She's 94. They beat her up and took her money, and they're still there. But they might get away with it if you don't hurry. Uh, the dispatcher asked, how long ago did this happen? And he says, it's happening now. <laughs> so she says, okay, we're going to send somebody out right now. But, uh, you know, the police arrive. Uh, there's no one. The, the address no, doesn't yeah, exist. Uh, it was actually one of 24 calls that came in that day. Jesus. About 312 Riverside Drive. Uh, 501 calls came in that month alone. So all the clo- all the cases, of course, were closed as false reports. Um, they don't really know when the calls started exactly. You should call and be like, look, someone stole a building, the address. <laughs> it's 312 Riverside Drive. <laughs> like, we can't find it! <laughs> uh, these criminals these days. Uh, but in 2020, there were 1,937 calls to that location. There was a lot to do in 2020. Yeah, I mean, he yes. couldn't go anywhere. Well, in 2021, when you still couldn't go anywhere, uh, the number grew to 2,336 Damn. calls. So the uh, 
calls started bringing real-world responses to the uh, building that they were coming from. Um, and that building would actually be right next to, or not where they're coming from. It was a lot of cops and stuff would arrive at the building where 312 would be, uh-huh. but it's 310 Riverside Drive. So there was just constantly... They would just shoot people? Yes. <laughs> we've solved, we've solved uh, the police yeah. problem. Um, so... Uh, the calls would also, whenever they would be made, they would appear on this app called the Citizen app, which, uh, if you have it, it alerts you to nearby emergencies Uh on your phone. So there's a guy there, his name's Charlie, or Charlie. I like to say fuck all of that. I don't want to know about I followed the the scanner Facebook page for a little, and my God, (laughs) like every time there's a siren, people's on there, what's going on here? What's going on there? I heard it on the Trump Street! And then you get 80 responses. Like, I'm on Avery and I heard it. You get 80 responses. Bet it's drugs. <laughs> this town's gone to hell. That's why. And there's people that live in Florida. That's why yeah. I moved out of Parkersburg. Like, cool. Because Florida, nothing, no crimes ever. Yeah, why? You live in Pennsylvania. Shut the fuck up. This yeah. doesn't pertain this to doesn't you. doesn't matter to you anymore. Person we're talking about. <laughs> yeah, imaginary person. <laughs> uh... So, yeah, this guy's name's Charles Gross. He's 27. He lives near the area where these keep happening. And he said that he would get these alerts on his phone, and he would see, like, that there's a stabbing in progress, uh-huh. there's an alert, or there's an assault. And he'd always, like, go and look, <laughs> thinking, like, shit, like, think, you know, I live in a terrible fucking neighborhood. <laughs> yeah. And, but then he, he was... He thought he was Batman. He's like, I gotta... <laughs> <laughs> but nothing was ever actually happening. Um, so he shot people. Yeah. So, uh, in January of 2021, uh, a woman spoke up at the 24th Precinct's monthly community <coughs> meeting and asked, like, hey, what the hell is going on <laughs> to Riverside Drive? Um, and the deputy inspector, uh, Naoki Yaguchi, said that it that question comes up basically every meeting they have. Um, and, you know, people are like, hey, what's going on? Should we be worried about this? Like, is... Like, why is there so much crime in this area? Um, and they always, you know, just have to tell people there's not. It's fine. Don't, you know. But I'm sure if you don't know that these are false yeah. calls and you're seeing this constantly, yeah. you're just like, what the fuck are the police hiding? Um, oh, they're hiding something. <laughs> but this actually starts to become a rite of passage for new officers. <laughs> so, uh you know, oh, yeah, send Jones to Ricky Bitch. Whenever there's a new officer, like uh, the call gets directed to them, and they of course take it super serious because they don't realize it's fake yet. Yeah. And until the other person they're with is like, "Hey, relax, it's not." You know, <laughs> they're like ready to go. So uh, <clears throat> they finally tell people it's an individual. They're making fake 911 calls, um, but he actually he believes truly that these things are happening. Yeah. So maybe take his phone. Give him like one of those little kids' phones that doesn't really do anything. <laughs> right. So in 2022, by late March, uh, the calls about 312 Riverside Drive were on a pace to beat the prior year's record. Committed. Um, and in Walter Reed's mind, uh, 312 Riverside Drive is completely real, and everything that's happening there is completely real and happening. So uh, you know what? In my mind too, he's convinced me. <laughs> He did an interview. I don't trust cops. <coughs> I, yeah, I do. I <laughs> they do. tell me it's not there. Maybe it is there. Maybe it is. 
Uh, they, he did an interview and uh, <laughs> he fucking interviewed. Him. He said, you know, he's like, no, I can stand right there and I see. I he's like, I'm, I see it. Like it's yeah. numbers are there. It says three one two. You know, um, so he's convinced that this is real. Um, <clears throat> so he even when he calls, he gives detailed descriptions of the attackers yeah um you know down to skin color tattoos what they're wearing i hope they don't all have the same skin <laughs> color too, yeah. that's all i'm gonna say about it okay yeah. like i don't want to hate walter completely. like i hope they're not all white i would prefer them all to be white actually yes <laughs> and uh he'll you know when he calls in he's like genuinely kind of terrified yeah i mean yeah he said he was hushed tones and... and he'll usually say like hey i'm not a professional like i can't handle this can you please someone please send someone that can yeah. um and can you send the imaginary police please he gets really really worried because he says that his girlfriend lives there so in his head he has a lady everyone's got a girlfriend but joe good congratulations walter that's why we're telling this story fuck <laughs> It is sad, man. Maybe you just need to try to, like, make, you know, invent one. Oh. Nobody can prove you wrong. Can I call her Josh? Yeah, sure. Okay. I don't care. (laughs) She's got a beard, and uh, she looks like she knows about the dark web. Right. (laughs) Again, what does that mean? Um, uh, So, outside of, uh, you know, this nightmarish place in his mind, uh, his life is pretty quiet. Uh, It's mundane. Uh, he lives in a tiny apartment in Times Square. Uh, they said that he could, you could basically stand in his apartment, okay. spread your arms out, and touch. I've the been walls. doing a lot of YouTube uh, videos of like tiny New York apartments. Every place in New York, especially in that area, is the smallest place yeah. in the world. I hate it. It looks cool to me. It sucks if you're like <laughs> you. It's like have, you live in a quarter of a hotel. You room. would have the same issues I do. Like everywhere you are, yeah. you just feel like a giant. Mm-hmm. So, like, every restaurant you go into, you're just like, yeah, I can't be in here. There's no room. <laughs> uh, do they know that people, you know, yeah. bigger than five foot three exist? Um, bigger than Tom Cruise? Yes. Tom Cruise? Everybody's that's, not shaped like Tom that's Cruise? Where the city, that's who the city's built for. <laughs> uh, he In his apartment, he has a uh, portrait of Martin Luther King Jr. On oh, his wall. I was going to guess! And, okay, do you want to guess oh. the movie poster that he has on his wall? He Taxi has, Driver. One movie poster. Taxi driver. Not taxi driver. Give me a decade. Uh, 2000. Armageddon. 2010s. Armageddon. Dude, where's my car? Oh, God. Oh, shit. Saw 4. No. He, the first one were okay, but he saw Saw 4. He was like, God damn cinema masterpiece. I gotta get this poster up now. Uh, Garden State. Napoleon Dynamite. It's made for young adults. Made for young adults. Twilight. Close. Oh, Why man. Not real? Yeah. Oh, well. I mean, not, I mean. It's, All right, just tell it's me. It's based off a novel, like a young adult novel series. Uh, Twilight. You said that. Did I? <laughs> just, did I? Yes, Walter. <laughs> Hunger Games. Hunger Games. Yeah. So Martin Luther King Jr. and Hunger Games. Okay, okay. Uh, but he's. I read those books. Have you? Yeah. Okay. I read the Twilight books for oh, okay. a girl I was seeing that. <laughs> Wish I hadn't. Uh, saw them. her, okay, and well, both, yeah, both, and saw the movie. Wow, which was real bad. I, I watched the movie when I was a guard, just because what the fuck else, you know? And anything yeah, they else? Are, they're really yeah. <laughs> anything else. <laughs> uh, 
Have you tried like bashing your head off a wall? I think I only watched like the first one where they were like playing baseball or something. Yeah, they're, they're the, all like, and every pale. time they hit, it was like thunder and lightning. Yeah. It's so bad. We should watch them and review them. <laughs> <laughs> I got to review them right I'm now. How many did you give Twilight 2? That's nine. Oh, out of ten. Oh, it, it would get ten. Ten, ten. Oh, out of ten. Uh, but Walter is a very laid-back, friendly guy. Uh, he He's a know, friendly guy. He says that he likes to keep a low profile. You know, uh-huh. other than the fact. <laughs> other than the cop calls. His favorite he's thing. He's a snitch. Yes. You know what? But he, he's trying to do good. He's going to get some stitches. He's trying to protect people. He's got to get some stitches. Uh, stitches get stitches. Or ditches. Mm-hmm. I've heard both. <laughs> right. Like, I would put some stitches and then put them in some ditches. And itches. Yeah. Something ending in shit itches. itches. Drag uh, through the back of my Chevy truck. Is that how that Rob Zombie song goes? Not Chevy Dig truck. Dig in the ditches. Burn through the witches. in the snitches. <laughs> Burn through the back of my pickup truck. You got it. Nailed it. <laughs> right. <laughs> Every line was perfect. <laughs> uh, his favorite activity is going down to... Pickleball. Washington Square Park and listening to free jazz oh, in the park. What I is thought- pickleball, actually? Uh, it's like uh, it's tennis. Okay. But it's like if you want to play it drunk. Oh. No, I'm not saying the pickleball people are drunk, but I think you could be drunk. Gotcha. Because it's like smaller court. Like the paddles are like kind of bigger. The ball's bigger. So. You know? And apparently it's big at nudist colonies. At nudist colonies? Yeah. That's what I pick the oh. ball nudist colonies. Well, you got your pickle out. You might as well. No, oh, in your ball. Might as well. But, I, you know, yeah, pickleball's a thing. Okay. Yeah, I went and checked out a... Uh, a they, they put... Uh, they built some at the park, then they built more. Oh. They're like, we need more pickleball yeah, boards. Do we have that many people playing pickleball? There's a goddamn demand for pickleball. Apparently. I went to a new gym yesterday to check it out. Uh-huh. And, well, it's not new. It's been there for a bit, but... Uh, and they had a big thing on the wall. No pickleball? They were signing up. Oh, okay. Pickleball. <laughs> I was like, oh. I'm totally down pickleball. <laughs> pickleball killed my mother. Uh, so, so then he goes on Times Square for jazz. I was hoping you were going to say he went down for the chess. Because oh. I've seen people in parks in New York, they'll just have like the chess set I up. do think about those every once in a while and just think, that's just Joel's. Like, that's his place. Yeah. That would be... I would. I'd get to talk to just, people. You would talk so much shit on the old men <laughs> that play chess there. And, like, they'd see me and be like, oh, fuck. God, guys, don't look, don't look. I would love it if you, like, became friends with, like, an old... <laughs> just a guy in a park. And, and we just, just bonded over chess. Yeah. And that was it. That'd be good. I'd love that I for you. I want that. I want it so bad. I would love that for you. Oh, my God, dude. <laughs> I, I don't even know if I want to go on with the rest of this podcast, because right. that's all I want to think about now. now. you want to try to go. Yeah. Like, his name's going to be, like, uh, like maybe Gus, mm-hmm. you know, or Earl or something like Earl's that. Earl's what I yeah. was thinking. Earl's what I had you know, He lost his wife a couple years ago. Right. You know, I lost mine, too. Her, his died. Mine, you know. <laughs> but we still, you know, we still connect. Me and Earl. You know, he's got kids, but they don't come around much. So, you know. You know and I'm like, yeah, hey, I, I hear you. I get my kids, you know, yeah. every something now and then. And he kind of sees a little bit of himself in old Joel. Right. Yeah, and like, I go there, and he can tell something's bugging me. You yeah. know, he's like, come on, man. Come on, what's the matter? You want to kind of, like, play us out a little bit? <laughs> and I'm like, Gus, like... I don't want to talk about it. I'm here to play chess. And he's like, okay, Joel, that's fine. We can play chess, but right, I mean, well, you know. I just want you to know that, like, I'm here for you. Well, Joel, I just, you know, I just... I just... <laughs> You know, life is a game of chess, though. So oh. I just, just wanted to make sure that you got all your pawns in a row. Because fuck you. Make a move. <laughs> well, well, all right, Joel. All right, all right. Hold your horses. Uh, <laughs> and then we'd make out. 
What? He wouldn't want it at first. <laughs> I wouldn't want it at first. I wouldn't want it at first. Because sometimes you just get to that point in the conversation where it's like, you either what start making out do? or you don't. Right, right. <laughs> I'd say with Gus, you go with the don't part. Depends if he has his I mean, I don't know. Gus might be, might be into it. <laughs> he might. I don't know Gus. His wife died a long time you. ago. Right. Yeah, he's lonely. I think you should just start going to the like the parks here around local with your chessboard. I thought about it. And just sit and wait. I thought about just it. See what happens. But then I was like, well, but what will happen? <laughs> we should do I should do that. You'll find a Gus. Yeah. I bet. I bet if you went. To like City Park, yeah, and just sat in one of the little With pavilion the deals, yeah. Give it, but a then bit. I'll get a crackhead. But like, oh, <laughs> I can work good right now. And get you a chessboard if you want. Two dollars, Mister. And they're like, kill me, and then try to summon my chessboard after he kills me. And like, hey, dummy, I'm dead. You gotta sell to someone else. Yeah. Well, I'm glad you put that. What the fuck are we talking about? So. <laughs> so Gus goes to the park for jazz. Walter. Walter. So- <laughs> So you know, uh, <laughs> Walter could be my dude. The pan- the pandemic had been happening. Uh, New York City, uh, there had been. A, <laughs> I'm not gonna do it. There was an increase in crime. Uh, lots of. Uh, it went from a lot of crime to wow, to a lot, a lot of more. Crime. You know, like an uptick <laughs> in uh, mental mental illness. Yeah, that's um, But uh, got or <laughs> now you got me. <laughs> Uh, you keep my Gus's name out of your mouth. <laughs> Walter <coughs> had spoke about his family and his lawyers. Uh, you know, he thinks of his lawyers at this point as like blood, like as relatives. He has lawyers. Yeah, plural. Yes. Uh, he used to work at a grocery store for a little while. <laughs> of course, he did. He would just sweep up. You know, that's what yeah. he would do. Uh, he really wants to go back there and work, but at this time, uh, you know, with age, he's got some pain in his legs. I thought you said AIDS at first. I was like, okay, this took another turn. <laughs> Just age. Age. Uh, you know, it makes, a, it makes it difficult for old Walter yeah. to, to walk. Sure. You know, to get around. So, you know, Walter basically just uh, hangs, hangs out in the park. I give him a wheelchair and then attach a mop to the back of the wheelchair. Yeah. So then whenever he went around the store, it would just be like a slug of with like a trail of slime. Well, it's like a trail of water that cleans you problem stuff. solving. Yeah. And then you can have like a little thing where like it switches like the ends. You can hit a button and it switches so it's a dry mop. Oh yeah, and you just go back over it. So we that's, just you know that's why we're a team. We're coming up with solutions. <laughs> yep. Uh, Walter, reach out to us. Uh, <laughs> so don't call the cops on us. Uh, where am I out here? He wanted to go back to the store, but his legs just wouldn't allow it. Um, he had been in uh, in Vietnam when he was twenty. He was just Thank a, you, Walter. He was just a young... Service. Well, hold on a minute. Oh, okay. <laughs> he was just a, a 20-year-old kid living in New Jersey uh, and, uh, you know, got drafted. So he went. He joined the military. Uh, didn't last long, though. He never actually saw any, any war. Uh-huh. Uh, he left a few weeks after arriving with, a, with an honorable discharge. Um, his legs. <laughs> his legs... <laughs> So he. Uh, Look, I saw a YouTube video of Vietnam soldiers, and they're smoking weed out of a gun, the barrel of I a gun. That. And I was like, that looks like a lot of fun. Yeah. Vietnam kind of looks like a blast. Yeah. Like you're just hanging out with the boys, smoking weed, like camping. War doesn't look bad. <laughs> okay, let's. <laughs> so, uh, <clears throat> when he came back, it's from, not for like the you know having to kill people and getting killed. But you're high. Yeah. So 
you know. You're like, is this real? This is a video game. <laughs> uh, What's a video well, game? They, they do I don't know what that is. They but do everything now with uh, with drones. So yeah. now you just like sit around, smoke weed, and fly a drone. Uh, so he came back from Vietnam, you know, without actually seeing any war, and came yeah. back fine. Uh, and he met a lady named uh, uh, Gardenia. Oh, and name. Uh, they had a daughter named Lakinia. Love the Inyas. Yeah. Uh, <clears throat> they got married about a month later. He started working a job at a factory that made boxes. The old box factory. The old box factory. <laughs> uh, but, unfortunately, that only lasted a couple Sometimes, of years. Sometimes, you know, you'd get cardboard mm-hmm. at work. <laughs> Board. Oh, I got you. Cardboard. Mm-hmm. Yep. Oh, I know. Okay. Yeah. All right. Uh-huh, because there's different kinds of boxes. <laughs> yeah. you're saying. But you get bored, cardboard. Yeah, because that's what one of the boxes are. You get bored any job. <laughs> they uh, so after a couple of years, the couple split up. Um, and then <laughs> look, it happens. And then in '94, uh, Gardenia died of cancer at Aww. the age of 38. Um, the their daughter, uh, Lakinia, she was in her early 20s at the time. She just kind of started taking care of herself, and Walter Reed was left alone. Um, he moved to Massachusetts, lived with his family for a while. Then in the late nineties, arrived in New York. So, uh, he originally had a a weird life. He's like, I might as well try crack. (laughs) Might as well see what it's like. When in Rome. I'm 70 now. Might as well try it. 70 in New York. What else is left to do? Uh. And then someone's like, have you tried crack, sir? (laughs) Why do they talk like that? I don't know. Uh, so yeah, they, uh. The lawyer, you know, she's saying that, um, unfortunately, you know, like, he'll call her, like, middle of the night, um, and leave these long voicemails, uh-huh. and he doesn't sleep, like, he can't sleep, well, probably because of the crack, uh, <laughs> he's, he's really lonely, and he can't get his mind to stop racing. Probably because um, of the crack. Of the crack. <laughs> uh, but then he'll call back, the, like, the next day, and... He'll be way more calmed down, and he'll, like, apologize for calling. Oh, yeah. So, you know, get the crack we're off. <laughs> so, oh. It's good to apologize the next day after things you do the night before. Yes. And just keep doing that over and, <laughs> over, and over and over and over and over and over again. Uh, yeah. So. <laughs> like, I'm sorry again. For the most part, the police ignored the false reports and the calls because there really wasn't a whole lot they could it's do. It's hell, Walter. They couldn't really do a lot about oh, it. Oh, Walt. In late 2021, though, or maybe early 2022, uh, he failed to show up for a court hearing uh, concerning the $60 crack sale. He's got all these lawyers, not one of them's like, hey, Walt, you got a court hearing coming up. Well, they couldn't. So that's what they were talking about. Like, So he you know, makes all these calls, but they they couldn't get a hold of him. Oh. So uh, a warrant was issued <laughs> for his arrest. He was picked up on April 4th. And sent to Rikers Island. Damn. Uh, he ended up getting transferred to a veterans hospital in Brooklyn. Uh, and he didn't have a phone. So, call stopped. Um, he was sent home in late May. Um, but as soon as he got home. That's like four months ago. This yeah, is current yeah. AF. So this is how, yeah. Yeah. So, in May, he gets sent home. Immediately, he starts going back to smoking crack. Uh, and making, <laughs> I thought you were going to say call 911. Well, and, I didn't even think. <laughs> and making the 911 calls. Yeah. 
So, I like crack definitely comes first, and that chicken and eggs. Well, I like in the story here, it says, it's unclear whether there's a link between the two. <laughs> oh, well, well, I mean. We don't want to go out any limbs here. <laughs> Let's just go ahead and assume one The writer does, does crack. One like, does I don't want to just blame yeah. crack for this. That's like me when people are trying to say name. stuff about weed. I'm like, let's not just Let's blame not. it on weed, okay? <laughs> Let's not blame the good guy. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> so. Crack has helped a lot of people. He, you know, has been given medication to stabilize his anxieties. Um, now, how does that pair with the crack? <laughs> I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> uh, uh, let me see. And he appeared before a judge recently, and the judge basically told him, "You got to knock this shit off." <laughs> um, he promised he would, you know. Uh, but then, about a week or so after he was sent home, uh, he made another call. <laughs> so, but then he's like, "There's an old man here doing crack. <laughs> it's me." <laughs> but then, shortly after that last call, he accidentally broke his phone. Um, and while this was a relief to the 911 system, it has been very hard on Walter because now the lawyers have an even harder time getting a hold of him. Sure. Uh, he's missed more you gotta fax him. appointments with courts um, and with his counselors, uh, either because he wasn't aware of them or could not call to reschedule. In August, he missed an appointment in Harlem where he was to be given a new phone. At a hearing in August, the judge, uh, who has overseen Walter's cases for years, Voiced her displeasure and urged him to get a new phone. Um, she said that uh, if you know nobody wants this, but if it continues like this, if you're not going to make the appearances, we're going to have to remand you back to jail. Uh, she said she'll issue a bench warrant for his arrest. Uh, she doesn't want to do that, but she will. Um, and it's you know that's the irony of this man who spends most of his day making nine one calls. <laughs> they don't want that, but now they're like, hey, you've got to have a phone. Yeah. So, uh, they, you know, they're working on getting him a new phone, um, but uh, then he makes a, in June, in June he made 200, he got a phone back and made 283 calls. <laughs> uh, he called once and said, please send the police to 312 Riverside Drive. I'm downstairs in the basement. I'm the security guard. I'm watching the people in room 340, 340 and they're in there with a bomb. He should have made himself like a security sergeant. <laughs> Guard sounds like too... Like Walter feels better than that. Right. Like he should be security president. Security captain. Yeah, captain. Yeah. Hi, this is the captain, captain of security. security. There you go. Okay. Walter Reed. Yeah. Sounds... <laughs> yeah! <laughs> That's the new Mr. Captain America. That sounds like a trustworthy man right oh, there. Yeah. Uh, so, yeah, that's, that's pretty much where the story is ending. Um, the reason I thought it was fascinating and interesting... Is, uh, well, one, when you start to read the story and you are like, oh shit, there's like salts and murders and all this shit. And then it says, like, hey, that actress doesn't even exist. I'm like, oh fuck, what? Uh, so the reason I like the story is because it gave me an idea for a story that I'm going to try. I'm going to, I started writing, but where, uh, this shit is happening and, like, he's the only one that can see it mm -hmm. and it is really happening, but it's like, uh, some weird, like, other dimension shit. Uh -huh. But yeah, so I just found it very interesting. You know, and sad that this guy, in his head... I, I think it's the crack. I would say don't do crack. Right. Well, especially at seven. I mean, yeah. That's a hell of a habit to pick up. I mean, it's your life. Do you? Like, I can't imagine, like... Yeah, like, I've never done crack. Yeah. Uh, or, like, meth. And I can't imagine that when I'm 70, I'm going to be like, you know what? Fuck it. Let's see what this <laughs> is all about. Although, maybe. 
when you're that old, you're just like, you're, fuck it. Really, who gives a shit? <laughs> like, let's see what this is all about. Yeah. I don't know. Uh, that's, that's a fucked up story. Moral of the story, wait till you're in your 70s to start doing yep. hard drugs. Get a phone. Get a phone. Start making out one calls. Walter phone home. Uh... Now I'm picturing him as E.T. He's a little yeah. old man. Well, he's a tall old man. Yeah. He's a very tall E.T. So, all right. Now that that's out of the way, we're going to review... Uh, the 2022 horror movie just came out, I think, last week, uh, called Barbarian. I liked it. Here's so, my review. Again, if you have not watched it yet, this would be the good point to stop listening to this. Uh-huh. Uh, reevaluate, reevaluate your whole life. Why are you listening to this? Yeah, why did you just listen to this last 40 minutes, half hour, whatever it was? Uh, but Thank yeah, you. Go watch this movie. Uh, then come back and listen the, to the rest. The less you know about it, the better. Yeah. The trailer did an amazing job of not giving shit away. Yeah, it did. I watched the trailer. I, I watched it after the movie. Mm-hmm. Just to, you know. Yeah, it did not. Like, I assumed it was going to be that, like, uh, what's his name? Uh, which Skarsgård? Bill Skarsgård. Is that the clown from Pennywise? Yeah. Okay, yeah. I assumed, like, he was going to end up being yeah. the killer, sure. you know, or something. Uh, but the story here is that a, uh, a woman named Tess, uh, she shows up to an Airbnb. In the worst <laughs> fucking neighborhood ever. In a very terrible, uh, rundown, basically abandoned, uh, Literally the area. only house on the whole street. In Detroit. Yeah. Was, yeah, like every other house is like boarded up. Yeah. You kind of see it at night, but then the next day you really see yeah. it. So she shows up at night, um. In the rain. In the rain. Uh, Goes to try to get in. The uh, the doors unlocked or the doors locked. Uh, the key, the uh, the code won't yeah. work. Or I think it finally does. She but does then there's, but no, there's key. no key. Yeah. So she's about to leave. She's trying to find a hotel, and then uh, she sees a light come on, and it's old Bill Skarsgård in there. She's going back to knock. Like why? Yeah. <laughs> so he answers, and you know, turns out he's also uh, rented the air the Airbnb. Yeah. So it's been double booked. And he's, they, they play him creepy. They do. They play him very creepy because he is creepy. He even says weird stuff. She's like, I'd like to see your, uh, your, you know. Uh, your fo- like your reservation. Yeah. Right? And he's like, why? You think I'm some crazy guy? Right. Like, and like the whole thing about like, I know she didn't drink your tea is because you didn't watch me make it. So like, I would never poison her. I was waiting to open this bottle of wine. Yeah. So trust me. It's so weird. So the whole time, you're just like, all right, let's just get this guy to kill him. Which he's a perfect guy for that because he is yeah, creepy looking. Yeah. Like, he's just naturally the whole scars guards, all of the scars guards mm-hmm. are weird looking. Um, so yeah, she uh, he ends up convincing her like, hey, it's late. There's a convention in town. You're not going to find a hotel. Um, just you know, why don't you stay here tomorrow? We'll try to figure out. Like, we'll you call can the, the room. I'll take the couch. Yeah, because he's a gentleman. He's so weird about the being a gentleman too. He's like, nope, won't even hear. What he thought he keeps always say. Uh, I, I won't even hear an argument. I don't know. He just yeah. keeps saying something where it's just. He's just, he tries really hard. He's a nice guy. Uh, to prove that he's a nice guy. There's a little bit of, uh, maybe, like, once she's, so she's there because she's going to be an assistant to a documentary filmmaker. She's interviewed for it. She's going to, yeah, she's interviewing for the position, but she's, uh, if she gets it, she'd be scouting the locations yeah. of, like, um, uh, musicians from the area. Yeah. It turns out he is—he has seen the other documentary from this uh, yeah. director, uh, and it turns out he is actually a musician with a band 
in the in the, the, yeah. the Detroit area. So she's like, "Holy shit!" He's like, "Well, you should interview me for this yeah. story." So they kind of connect. Yeah, they drink some wine. You start to kind of get the feeling that uh, they look at each other like they're gonna make out, like me and Gus. Mm-hmm. You know, yes. but they decide not to. <laughs> Just like you and Gus, hopefully. <laughs> well, <laughs> so I can't promise anything. Uh, so yeah, they kind of start. To, she's had like a she's when she's in her car at the beginning. She keeps getting phone calls from a guy named Marcus, and she keeps, you know, uh, can't, like, ending it or whatever you, yeah. you do. Uh, As if Marcus, you know, she had Marcus money. Right. That's how she treated those phone calls. But then she tells old Bill Skarsgård here, like, you know, this guy's kind of a piece of shit, like, yeah. controls her. She doesn't, she wants out, but whatever. So, and then he, you know, he's pouring. A girl goes for a piece of shit? He's, I can't believe that! He's pouring it on pretty heavy with the, uh... You know, you deserve better. Yeah, you just yeah. need to stand up for yourself and stop letting <laughs> men try so way. hard to show he's a good guy. Yeah. So the whole time. And I can see why girls hate that, too. The whole time you're thinking, this motherfucker's up yeah. to something. Oh, yeah. So uh, some creepy things kind of happen tonight. Like her door opens up on its own. Uh-huh. You she, see that door close whenever she goes back yeah. in her bed down the hallway. She goes out to, like, he's on the couch. Whimpering. And he's, like, having a dream or yeah. a nightmare or whatever, like, whimpering. Um, freaks the fuck out when she wakes him up. Uh, you know, he like almost like hits her, it seems like. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, so you still don't really know what's going on. Like, is it a ghost story? Like, <laughs> what's happening? Uh, so she comes back the next day because she can't get a hotel anywhere. And she decides, you know, I think she's kind of decided like, hey, I kind of like him. Yeah. Maybe this is like going to be a cool thing. Like, this is going to be a great way that we met. Uh, uh, she ends up going down to the basement for some reason. Toilet paper. Toilet paper. Uh, the door gets shut behind her and locked. Yep. So as she's like looking through the basement to try to like find, you know, I guess something, some way to get out. Yeah. Uh, she ends up finding this like rope that's coming through the door. <laughs> yeah. Or it's coming through the wall. And as she pulls it, it opens up like a whole new, uh, like a hidden, do- passage. Like a hidden passage. And then she finds at the end of this passage, she finds like a room with a really shitty bed. Yeah. And a camera. And a bucket. And a bucket and a blood stain on the wall. Uh, like a handprint, I think it yeah. is. So, some shit's going on there. So, again, you're thinking, oh, fucking Bill Skarsgård yeah. is murdering and torturing women here. Sure. So, but uh, then he comes back, and she's panicked and trying to leave. Because she's got the key in the basement, but they're able to get that window open, and she hands yeah. the key out, and then... Yeah. So, uh, she's she's wanting to leave, and this was the one part of the movie that was like... Yeah, because he, like, physically got in her way. Yeah, will not let her leave. Yeah. He wants to go check this out before... Just assuming that she has a reason that she needs yeah. to leave, which is very un. Yeah, he's like, well, let me just see for myself. Yeah, so because uh, you know how women be tripping, right? So <laughs> right, he ends up finding. Um, he ends up going down even further down this hidden passageway, and she goes look for him like an idiot. Yeah, like you're dead to me. <laughs> yeah, uh, you know if I'm if I'm like trying to get the fuck out of somewhere, I'll give you like a minute. <laughs> After that, yell your name three times. I'm gone. You're on your own yeah. now. Like I tried to tell you, so you're dead to me. <laughs> uh, but she goes looking for him, and this is the point of the movie where holy fuck, what is happening? Uh, you see Bill Skarsgård. He's like crawling back through the tunnel, yeah. like towards her, telling her to be quiet, and they got to go the other way. And I'm still thinking, all right, what's he up to? And then out of goddamn nowhere, this fucking monstrous woman. I think she's the barbarian. Like, hag looking like lady. Yeah, naked. Grabs him by the head and just smashes his head against the wall and he's dead. 
Yeah. He's real dead. He's not the killer. He's not the killer. Uh-uh. No, he was he was an innocent guy. Yep. Uh, while I was in the movie theater, there was an older couple in front of me, uh, kind of near me. And when that scene happened, where like, she pops up and grabs his head and smashes yeah. it, <laughs> the guy leans over to his wife or his girlfriend or whatever, uh, mistress, you know, whoever. <laughs> and he's like, they, they look like they were probably in their 60s. And he, he says... Uh, that was terrifying. I don't know if I can watch the rest of this. <laughs> and she said, either, either, what'd she say? Either go back out to the food court or shut up and watch it. Oh, man. So, you know, awesome couple. <laughs> but it's so funny because literally right after that, it just like goes to a completely different movie for a minute. <laughs> yeah. So, yeah, as soon as that happens, we cut to Justin Long. Rapping and driving out in California. Car, yeah. Yeah. Uh, he's just having a good old time in his very expensive sports car. Uh, yeah, so I'm not really going to go much more into the plot here. Yeah. A uh, bunch of crazy shit happens. Uh, there's some incest that's been happening for a long time. Uh, Richard Brake shows up as, uh, he's the, uh, the guy that... What else has he been from? Uh, I he was in Rob Zombie 31. All right, all that stuff. Um... Yeah, movie jumps around a lot. It's in all of like kind of goes back to, like, to the 80s for a little... I like how they, like, portray the 80s as just, like, really... Right, and like, yeah. almost like fake you know songs, There's like a really popular pop song playing yeah. as he walks out. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, so the movie just goes into this whole I know, direction. I was when I left. I Justin Long it. is incredible. Yeah, he is. Uh, we need more Justin Long. He's such a piece of shit. Uh, there's a see, There's a whole part of the movie where like, so he goes, he owns this house in Detroit. The house that this is happening mm-hmm. in. And some shit happens to him out in LA. And he is trying, he's like basically going to have no money. Because of what's happening. So he goes home to sell this property. And while he's in the property, he's, like, measuring everything. And he finds the hidden passageway. And when he finds, like, the room, like, that's clearly a torture room, it doesn't phase him at all. Yeah. And instead, he looks to see... He, like, sits on the bed, and he's like, oh, God, gross. (laughs) And instead, he looks to see if... uh, that kind of thing can be included in the description of the house. Yeah. Trying to sell it, uh, like oh, you can't include it, but you can mint it. He's yeah. like, oh yeah, yeah, motherfucker. So then he starts measuring it. Uh, he finds the 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 even more hidden passageway uh, where there's fucking dog cages and just right and it, yeah. like clearly this is not a good place. The video plane of like how to and all he's doing is measuring still. Yep. Like he's uh, so yeah, and then it just gets more batshit crazy from there. Uh, I. I loved it. Mm-hmm. Um, I've this was like this is the kind. That's why I went to see it because I saw your tweets. Yeah, like, I, I might have overhyped it for you. Clerks three was out and Pearl, but I was like, I gotta see Barbarian. Yeah, like I probably overhyped it for like if you were. I remember seeing the preview in the theater, and I wanted to see it when I saw the preview, yeah. but I then forgot about. It. But as soon as I saw the girl come up to the house and there the air because that's the part of the trailer shows yeah. the oh that's really all the trailer gives away. Yeah, yeah. So I, then I was like, oh, I do know this movie, but I mean, I definitely liked it. Um, I, have, I have a feeling you'll probably score a little higher. Than so me. the guy that wrote and directed it uh, is named Zach Krager, and he is from uh, the Canadian sketch comedy series Whitest Kids You Know, oh. which blew my mind when I found it out because I did not picture somebody from that show being... He's the white one, right? Yes. Okay. He's the whitest one. Well, he's, he's... Is he the tall one? No, the tall one's just died last year, unfortunately. Oh, Trevor really? Noah. He was or not guy- Trevor Noah, Trevor... Uh, Something he was like in that movie Sex Drive, I think, or something. One of those. Yeah, movies. he's been he was, in some movies. He was great. Oh, everybody, God. everybody in that. Yeah. God, bummer. Yeah, he was awesome. 
uh, they're actually putting out an animated movie. It was like the last thing he worked on, but like all of them did it together. Yeah. So that should be pretty cool. Right. Yeah. So, uh, but it's got Justin Long, Bill Skarsgård, uh, Georgina Campbell plays Tess, Richard Brakes in it, uh, Kurt Braunholer, who's a comedian. He's, uh, uh, I think he's like one of the lawyers, maybe, or something. The homeless guy, maybe? No. No, no okay. he's a very white man. The homeless guy is played by James Butler. Um, it's got a pretty good cast. Kate Bosworth is in it. Um, yeah, I, like, like I said, this is the kind of horror movie I like, yeah. where it's just batshit crazy. Yeah, definitely um, that. The effects were awesome. The death, the quick, the kill scenes were awesome. Yeah, there's only three kills in it, really. Not a lot, yeah, but they were all brutal. Yeah. Well, let me see, Bill Skarsgård. The one guy killed the himself, homeless guy. I guess, yeah. Yeah, the old man, or the old guy kills himself. Yeah. And then the head, the part. Justin Long, yeah. so there's four. Yeah, but they are brutal. Yeah. Uh, Justin Long's especially. Yeah. Well, and Bill Skarsgård's too. Like, oh, just being yeah. smashed off a wall. Uh-huh. <laughs> so. Doesn't look fun. Uh, I, out of ten, I would probably have to go eight and a half. Okay. So. Out of ten, there were some things about it. Six and a half to seven. Six and a half to seven. Mike gave it a two and a half, but that's really? out of five. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Yeah, like, my thing is, I don't see how these people could really, like, Somebody they would have tried to come after some like somebody eventually would have got missing or yeah I don't know like they reinvent obviously they, they re what's that word called where you fix up a house renovate they renovated renovate. that they had to yeah just from the houses around it so there had to have been other Airbnb people there and like I just well then I was thinking too like with the tunnel system yeah so it's clearly going to other houses yeah in the area like the rundown abandoned or underneath them yeah so like that's where they're like. Staying out. mostly. Oh yeah. Uh, but yeah, like the. But I feel like they had to kind of do that just to get the first part of the movie, and where like you don't know if Bill Skarsgård is right. is in or not. So I mean, it's like it's a minor complaint. Yeah, one of the things like we were talking about earlier. Uh, one of the things was like the the scene where Bill Skarsgård is like insisting on going down. Yeah. Like he insists way too hard. Yeah. Like at that point, I was like, oh, he's definitely like. But then when it's yeah. good to be proven wrong too. It's then. When you're, he's not, you're like, oh, shit. Because if, like, he's... And you're trying to process that, and that's when they're just like, flip! Yeah. And it goes to Because he's long. clearly digging her. Yeah. And, like, he's been, like, on her side with everything and, like, really, like, understanding. Yeah. So, like, if she's that scared... Why wouldn't she... The way his like, character's been... Yeah. You would have thought he'd have been more like, all right, let's go ahead and go. Yeah. And you can tell me what's going on. Yeah. And we'll try to figure it out. But instead, he was like, no. He's like, you. so there's just... There's yeah. There's a room with a bed and, <laughs> and a, a camera. camera. There's probably lots of stuff down there. It's a basement. Yeah, like he just says so off putting. Yeah. Uh, so yeah, that that did kind of take away from it a little bit. But, but it's still a good movie. I'd watch it. The again. the I mean the twist and shit like where you just like the trailer again. The trailer was amazing because yeah. it didn't give anything away. Uh, I the the whole first forty minutes probably thirty uh, minutes. I'm just trying to figure out what's. What's actually happening? And I was completely wrong. Yeah, you're always trying to figure out what's really. What's Did going not see on. that coming. Yeah. So that's gen- like I that does not happen with. It had layers. Yeah. Uh. And I also kind of like so like hotels. Like I know I always like the whole idea of hotels kind of creepy to me because you're in a place that's not yours. Mm-hmm. You aren't familiar with everything in that hotel. And who knows who's staying in the rooms beside you? Like, just who knows what's in there? Yeah. So you're in, like, an unknown place, and I've kind of been waiting for, like, an Airbnb version of that. Because that's even creepier to me. Yeah. You're going to just a random house, and you're staying in this person's house. 
you have no fucking clue. Like someone could be hiding in the basement, yeah. the attic. Yeah, yeah any of that So stuff. it's a really good uh, setting yeah. for a horror movie. Yeah, it is. Uh, yeah, definitely. I'd recommend. Like, hopefully, you haven't listened to this <laughs> and then go watch it because we just took out a lot of the. We fun. ruined it. So that's what we do. But we're, we, we we're the ruiners. We, we did. Yeah, it. we didn't just ruin you out of the blue. Um, some of the a uh, little bit of the trivia here. A uh, little clever play on words. The address is 476 Barbary Street. Yeah, I kept hearing that. I was like, I was waiting for someone to just make that connection. Um, Barbarian. Jordan Peele kind of had a little bit of influence on this. He's really good friends with Zach Krager. Okay, and I guess Zach uh, showed him like an early cut Uh and kind of got his advice on it. So, uh, yeah, this was definitely more of a horror movie than Nope. Yeah. So, definitely. I need to watch Nope again after a while and not think of it as a horror movie because I think that's why it was kind of a letdown for uh-huh. me because it wasn't Same, a horror movie yeah. Um, yeah but this one was this was very good it felt like an 80's horror yeah, movie I'm almost. It, was, it was a good movie so yeah go check it out it gets the uh, the old middle aged mediocre stamp of approval <laughs> hey! which is what all movies yep. strive for I think to not have <laughs> to like, not, can you guys just not like can us can you not talk about us please and you pay us money and we will not talk about yeah, you we'll never all. say you're yep. up. we'll never mention you <laughs> All right, well, uh, that's it for this episode. Unless you got anything else, I, I, I'm spent. You got to go. It's uh, all over the table. You got to go take back a Nintendo Wii. Yeah, I thought I was having a good day. I sold the Floby today. I sold a <laughs> Kevin McAllister doll, Home Alone doll. I sold a Wii right before this, but the guy messaged me and it's not working. And selling a Floby and a Kevin McAllister doll on the same day is a very weird yeah. day. So I've mowed four lawns today. Yeah, fuck that. It's hot. That's why I had to, I had to bring myself down a little bit. So that's why I brought the Little Caesars gas station pizza. Over, bring you down. Put myself in my place a little. Why do you? I love Little Caesars pizza. It's delicious. <laughs> no, you don't. I do. It's no six one loves bucks. it. They, they it's tie six it, bucks. Eat it. You don't love it. It's good. Okay. Anyways. Sorry, little Caesars. Yeah. There goes that sponsorship. Yeah. Sorry, sorry, fella. I did tell him about the podcast. Maybe he'll listen. And they'll be like, when are they going to talk about me? Because I told him I'd talk about our exchange. Because I thought it was a good exchange. But apparently, I will he say can't this, get it to work. From what you've told me, uh, he sounds like one of the better people you've dealt with. Yeah. Because usually the people you deal it with It all came together really nightmares. fast. Yeah. He was like, hey, do you have this? I was like, yep. He's I feel like, bad for him. He's like, can you deliver it? I was like, where? He's like, Marietta. And I was like, it'll cost you money. And he goes, well, 20 to do it? And I was like, that's the exact number I had. And it was. So, I mean, yeah. and he's even cool about not working. You know, he yeah. just, uh, it sucks for him. But Yeah, I feel bad for him. That I happens. hope. Uh, Come uh, along. Give him a little tug and rub. No, I'm good. Okay. I'm hoping he can find a Wii, though, at yeah, some point. So, he too. sounds like he really wants one. I'm going to fix this one. Young he kid. Said, he said, if I fix this one, I'll buy it. Okay. But it worked before, so I don't know. I think it's. User error? I'm hoping that. Yeah. And I can be like, hey, fella. And they just send him pictures of it working. Yeah. And just videos of me playing Wii and just but then it's the like, fuck out of it. For him, it's like, okay, do I go ahead and buy this again knowing yeah. that it doesn't work for me? I'm not going back to Marietta. He's right. going to come to me. Well, you said you had to give him a ride from where yeah, yeah, from, so I don't think yeah. he's going to make it over here. <laughs> it'll, be a, it'll be a long walk. He had yeah. to walk from his house to Kroger. And that, that was weird. Like, I him a ride. I was like, I mean, I'm not going to kill him, but he doesn't know that. And I don't want to be like dude in the movie, but like, look, I'm going to well, offer I'm you a ride, you. but I am not, as you can see, there's no chloroform rags, okay? <laughs> now, do you want this bottle of water? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> have you seen Spree? <laughs> you have. Damn it. Oh, 
Speaking of Spree, uh-huh. not speaking of it directly, but the movie uh, Dashcam. Remember we watched Dashcam? It was like the main, oh, yeah, the main yeah. camera was terrible. Yeah, yeah. Turns out, so I thought that movie, uh, I liked that movie just because the main character was so unlikable. Yeah. But I was like, that's a refreshing. Isn't that the one where like, the daughter was aging backwards or something? Is that uh, Dashcam? Yeah, there was some weird shit happening. Fuck, dude. I, I haven't thought about that movie since we watched it. But like, I thought it was like a like a clever, like, oh, let's, you know, like this is like a horror movie where like you want the main character to die. Yeah. And I thought that was kind of a clever idea. Turns out, the uh, the person that directed it and wrote it and everything is the girl that stars in it. Oh, uh, and like she even uses her real name as the character. Uh, she's actually apparently an awful human being, and those are like all her views. So I don't remember what she's the... like. All like making fun of people for wearing masks. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Okay, yeah. And like has all like the dumb American takes. Like you know. Oh yeah. Turns out that's just who she now. is. Like legit. And then she was trying to help the mother. The mother was cool, right? Like the mother and the old lady. There was like a, oh no, she just, no, like she just she had the old up, lady. She showed up at like a, like a <laughs> restaurant or something like that, and like basically gets handed this, like handed somebody to take oh, to yeah, a hospital. Oh yeah, it's all sick and stuff. Okay, yeah, <clears throat> yeah. So, but apparently, yeah. like my my thinking of like, oh, I like that they made the li- yeah the main character. That's yeah, just, no, that's just she's life. a shitty human being. So oh, well, fuck her. Glad she got horribly. <laughs> no, I don't think she dies. Or does she? I can't remember. Anyways, it doesn't matter. (laughs) Doesn't matter. Uh, Okay, that's it. Okay. Bye.